0: If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed.
1: If you do read it, you're misinformed.
2: Hmm. No. That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information?
0: And we are back at the One Jar Synnex podcast today. Here with a special guest. I don't know if you want to
1: introduce yourself. Yep yourself. this is uh, this
2: is Mac. That's all you need to know about me.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Purposely cryptic.
2: So, um, we let's do the little recap. What was last episode? Last episode was uh, Marcus Aurelius, right? Yes. But we actually never talked about Marcus Aurelius. So that was the funny part. Yeah. It, yeah. We just we call, because we're talking about Zeno the Cynic, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Marcus Aurelius is the poster boy for Stoicism, right? But you know, the first Cynic, uh, the first Stoic, is actually a Cynic who was a stu- student, the grand student of uh, Diogenes, essentially the grand student, right? His mm-hmm. teacher's teacher was Diogenes. So today we're gonna eventually talk about like hopefully um, some Chinese philosophy because we did so much of Cynicism. We eventually want to do Stoicism. Then after that, we're probably going to do um, the watchdog stuff with the tech. But um, let's talk about how we met Mac, actually. That's, that'd be... I mean, if they want to know about him, that's probably the the <laughs> most they'll, they'll know about him. We just met him in China. That's it. Just, oh no, in Chinese class.
0: Yep. The, the connection, how we know each other. Yeah, yeah we, you don't need
2: to know that. You just need <laughs> <laughs> just the, how the we general, met. General story. How we met is all you need to know.
0: The general story and some stories within that story.
2: That's right. Let's talk about Chinese class, man. Um, Chi- when was so, it? yeah?
0: We did meet in Chinese in Chinese class. class yep.
2: Yeah. But funny enough, we I'm we met you and. Chinese class level two, right? Um, no, you guys were all in level. Or you came in level two. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in two. How many years ago was that? Chinese class. That was
1: twenty
2: fourteen. No, twenty thirteen. Damn, that's crazy. I remember twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. I was in my like, I, I wanted to study political science and then go to Alexandria, Egypt, American University of Cairo. I had all these like different ideas when I was that young. So it's crazy to think about 20, 2013, 2014. It was quite a while ago. yeah. It's quite a while ago. And um, let's, funny enough, let's talk about uh, the first class because he wasn't there to enjoy the funniest things from the, the first <laughs> class.
0: <laughs> I missed, yeah, a lot of the golden moments. That, yeah, the, the first
2: class was uh, defined
1: mostly by... What was her name, uh, the t- uh, Chinese teacher?
2: Um, Wu. Wu Shi, right? Wu Lausher, yeah.
1: oh, wait, are you sure? Yeah, it was Wu because there was a big... Her her name is the same character as the number five, but it has the uh people radical. So it's hmm. that is that Wu.
2: And then the then her our teacher with Anthony was uh Shui. Laosher. Uh was that Shui An? An? Was that her name? Sh Sh Lausher.
0: Shun Lausher and we had uh oh, Tung Laosher Tung
2: Both. Mm. Wait, was Tung for Tung
1: was no so Shun Lao was for the way they did it at that uh university was uh they had the the teacher come from abroad for the first quarter um and then they switched for the second or third quarter that one got to stay for the whole term so they that yeah that's how they rolled it um but yeah we had tong for most of the second quarter because shun husband unfortunately passed away like the second day she was in the u.s oh and i remember that yeah she was, very, she was very ni- she was very she was very calm. She was really
2: nice. Oh, she was a great teacher. But the first teacher we, ha- we had, she was she <laughs> was a character, man.
1: She she was a character. She she I I liked her a lot. Um she was she was super into teaching. Like her whole life was <laughs> was teaching. I
2: remember she was scared of a Jehovah wit- Jehovah <laughs> witness.
1: She she was scared of a lot. She was a she was a small lady, real kind of sheepish, but she was real loud and outspoken also, so we uh there was a couple times me and uh one of the foreign exchange students um from japan uh fumia uh we w- we all went out i took him to one of my rugby matches <laughs> Let so, uh it. what was it was the team name uh, the, the, the team Shall I was playing on was, yeah, this is all Never the mind. information. Never mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was testing you. I
0: it come no, this is
2: interrogated <laughs> level right here. I'm t- I was testing you. I wanted to see if you're going to. Who do you work for, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> I worked for, a uh, Arrow. That's the company.
1: Oh, uh, so yeah, we, we took her out, uh, watched, uh, they watched my match, and then we went for food in uh, in Chinatown, and it was good. I, I actually ended up meeting up with her again in China. Really? Yeah, so when I... When I oh, with Shun sure. Yeah, because I stayed in contact oh, yeah, re- with Shun Oh, because you were in Shanghai, right? Yeah, so I stayed in contact with Shun and then uh, we arranged to go meet up, and she's like, oh, I have a surprise for you. I mean, I, I immediately knew it was Wu but because uh, oh. <laughs> they're at the same university. Shun actually had retired at that point. She just retired after she finished over here mm. and uh so she was just chilling and then uh Wu Laosher was still teaching over there so yeah <laughs> she went cooked a bomb old meal we ate and talked it was it was nice it was fun <laughs> yeah,
0: she was in in Shanghai yeah, yeah. The,
1: one of the main things that everyone had it, it was really a culture clash the first uh quarter because uh Wu Laosher is super old school Chinese teacher and uh Half of our class was like Japanese. No, they they were
2: Japanese and they Cantonese, right? No,
1: it, but it was it was they were like high school age, students. Mo- yeah,
0: younger,
2: <laughs> no, but I remember was was he me? Who there was this other dude, right? He actually was uh, gonna be a CIA operative. I remember uh, the first class. He was so cold, right? And he I, he was like, he yeah, he acted like a psycho. He's like, so what are you here for? And it's like, like I was just making small talk. He's like, yeah, I'm here to work for the. I gotta learn Chinese because I'm trying to work for the CIA. <laughs> and I was like oh cool did he
0: disappear the yeah language? no no, really he actually
2: disappeared I never saw him again blonde did dude and and funny enough he was always telling me he was kind of annoyed how the other I thought it was stupid I, I remember somebody maybe not the CIA, CIA guy but there's somebody else who was like all oh, these Japanese people always have an advantage because they can write kanji so it's not true at all right?
1: actually I mean you, it's true in that their style of learning is similar to the Chinese kind of the rope memorization thing but, I mean, that would actually be incredibly confusing. Because kanji in Japan has... False
2: friends. Yeah, right? the, definitely, definitely. The false friends in the characters. Yeah. It, it,
1: they, are this, they look the same for the most part. I mean, they use traditional characters generally. But they... Uh, even within Japanese, they're confusing. Because you have many different ways to pronounce it, depending on the context.
2: And also, I, from what I understand, the uh, for heart, I, mm. they don't have the um, love... It doesn't they have the actual heart in simplified Chinese, right? Yeah, the yeah. character is different. Yeah, yeah. That, so that would be weird. Well, it's it's removing. actually
1: funny. They, um, man, what were some of them? Yeah, just the back and forth between Chinese and Japanese, the way that they interpreted the characters that came from China, because some of them went to Japan and then they came back to China a certain way. You know what I mean? So you'd think, like, oh, that's just a simplified Chinese character. Actually, it's not. It's because, like, the style in Japan influenced it to come over, you know, in, in different instances. So they – yeah, False Friends is a good way to look at it, the long and short. So the, all, I remember a bunch of the students were saying the Japanese kids had a, an advantage, and it was pretty funny because Wu Lao, she was like, yeah, their advantage is they study. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the advantage is the study. They, they study. They study. Because there was one It was, like, the character for – um, there's like a, I, don't, I don't remember. It was like a character for paper in Chinese, but in Japanese, it meant like toilet paper or something. Like it was, it, it wasn't even the same meaning. Oh, that's an inter- that's an interesting way they of definitely saying
0: still it. Still have to study. There's some that are the same, but they you definitely you can't just.
2: I mean, but I will that say out. that they ad- one advantage they may have is at least the stroke orders, right? Probably sure, similar, sure, right. The writing stroke order. You
0: don't yeah, it just would come. But I mean, Patrick. like.
1: Yeah, that's even that I say. Stroke, like, yeah. Some of the
0: characters are the exact same. Numbers are all the same. No,
1: no, yeah, sure. I'm I'm not saying they're not, but I mean, if you're talking about pronunciation, I mean, oh yeah, definitely. A, a
0: lot of times, it's like it's probably harder for them because Japanese pronunciation is pretty. It's it's the
1: same way as if you say okay. Um, I w- I would say it's kind of like this, maybe even less so. If I speak English and I can read English, and then I learn Spanish. And we have the same alphabet. Mm -hmm. So this gives me an advantage over, like, let's say, a Thai person learning Spanish because I already know the alphabet, and most of the sounds are similar enough to English. And some, yeah, words. Yeah, some of the words are are the same. They sound the same. But it's like that from Japanese to Chinese, except probably less so because they're not even in the same language family.
0: Yeah, the grammatical structure. Yeah, exactly. Japanese has
1: a different, uh, yeah, exactly. They arrange their sentences differently. It's the way they make sounds is very different. Um, Japanese can get away with being um, based on syllables a lot, a lot more than Chinese can because every Chinese word is a syllable more or less. So yeah, they just, they come from different places. Really the only thing that unites them is the writing system. Mm-hmm. That That's it. And so, I mean, in that regard, because of how challenging the writing system is, then yeah, Sure. I could see uh, I could see J- J- Japanese having a small advantage in that way. But not not to the extent... I mean, you should have seen it. Some of the students were like, this is
0: unfair. This isn't even... Cause no. e- oh, oh, yeah, I, I, I remember. Get, I get that, but... And just the Cantonese
2: like, students, they would complain about them, I, too, because we had Cantonese just, students.
0: They were yeah. just ignorant about the Japanese. I learned that, and this is getting ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. but when I was in China yeah. and I studied with some Japanese people, they did not... I, I performed better than oh, yeah. like, almost all of them. Well, it and really they just came down to studying. Uh, 100% and I know some of them; they worked really hard, but yeah. still they struggled.
1: Because it's—I mean—that's how difficult uh, Chinese can be. If you're not like, an, like if you're learning from Cantonese, Mandarin's not too bad, right? But if you're Mandarin learning Cantonese, that is much more difficult. You know, so it's it all—it's all about where you're coming from. And and again, Japanese—you would have an easier time learning Korean from Japanese than you would learning Chinese.
0: Mm-hmm. From yeah. Japanese, Korean, so. Japanese. <laughs> they're they're Same both. Uh, I'll, ta-
1: I'll take. I'll uh, take language family. I think Mongolian is too. Um, they like Turkish also. I forget.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, I kind of lost my train of thought now, but I don't. I don't want to make this a language learning podcast, but there's something interesting about people's study habits from different countries, right? Yeah, they were so. I remember one of them, the Japanese. It's it's the cat, I think.
0: Yeah, like whining. No, I think
2: because Taylor went upstairs. Maybe she's she locked the door or something. She's on a phone call. Who knows?
0: Maybe he sounds like he's right outside the door. There.
2: Oh, (laughs) maybe. Okay, let me let me tell my spiel, and then maybe you call. You know, (laughs) call her or something, text her. But anyway, um, I remember they came in with their little like dictionaries and like electronics. They were so high tech. It was so interesting seeing that. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, that was,
0: that's a Japanese thing. Yeah, yeah. They came with like a little mini computer. I was like. It's a dictionary. Yeah, It's a dictionary. It's an electronic dictionary. I don't know why, but that was just so common in Japan. I saw that even before that. It
2: was so pocket, it was pocket sized too, which was crazy. And I was like, damn, I need one of those.
0: Yeah, I first saw it in, like, high school. We had mm. some exchange students. They all had the little electronic pocket dictionary. And I yep. was like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. I never got one, but I always wanted one because <laughs> little, of little that. Little Pokedex. <laughs> and it kind of like, a, it looked like a Pokedex. They <laughs> what? like, Whoa, what is this? Because <laughs> we just didn't, don't use it here. Now you got apps on the phone, so it doesn't matter.
2: But. To end the, the discussion, the mini discussion on whatever language learning, I think everybody has a different advantage. Some It's yeah. just learning, it could be habits, it could be personality. Because if you're somebody who's really shy, I mean, you don't want to speak as much. It's going to be detrimental to learning a language. Hundred percent. Yeah, like that if was, you don't. Yeah, you got it. That was one of my. That's one thing they didn't do well on the Japanese students. I remember. <laughs> that's
1: that's one of my favorite stories about a uh, gene. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he was he was a tongue and I was in there, and he was given a he was given a speaking test. They were doing a speaking test. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's Gene over there. Has the most like serious, intense look on his <laughs> face, and he like I guess studied some other words. And he's like, uh, uh, what 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 did Tonga say? He was just asking basic questions, and we were like talking about like south southwest China and Tonga. She's like, Ah, Gene, you <laughs> like uh Sichuan, ma? Gene's like, 对, 我会喜欢 Sichuan. He goes, Why do like Sichuan? I like uh, what, what was the, the pen? Uh, Xiong Mao.
2: Xiong Mao. Xiong Mao. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Most like angry. I喜欢 Xiong Mao. Xiong Mao.
2: You know why? I, I know like, why. He's like, oh, Xiong Mao. He goes, I was pissed <laughs> off because I had failed. <laughs> I was doing bad in my English class. So I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking this up because I'm fucking up in English. So might as well do well in Chinese, right? <laughs> I was doing bad in... Li- no, I did good on, on in the class, but I I didn't do well in the test because I... I Studied too much and for Chinese, I guess, and I wasn't put applying myself enough in the other class. I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, might as well do good in one and then the other one, I'm just gonna fail, right? We, we, so have- I was pretty determined.
1: That was, that was hilarious. The look on your face just Ooh. made me laugh my ass off, man.
2: What did Tung say, tongue say after oh, he was, that?
1: He was just digging it, he was laughing, but he was, he was just asking, like, continued the test. I
2: did the same thing in the German, uh, when I took the German test at uh, <laughs> one, a university, they were just asking me, like, I, funny enough, everything I, else I failed in, but I did well in the speaking. So for speaking, I think it, for me it comes naturally, but, like, writing, I'm just not that good at writing. Well, And, and we, reading's we, okay.
1: Our Chinese foundation was crap because they That was the first time they used this new program, and it was basically, like... It was a horrible program.
0: The ex- teacher exchange
1: thing? No, no the the textbook that we oh. had.
0: It was a terrible textbook. And
1: then
2: the first the first class
1: we had like a software, right? And it was so crazy. No, the, the whole the whole three we had the same software. It was. Um, oh, I remember. I forget the name. I don't name think of it. I ever used it. It was terrible. It was just terrible.
2: Like it had, it had Mark. The most- <laughs> I remember the guy's name was Mark and the fucking software.
1: Mark, did you want pizza, mom? Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it,
2: it was it was it yeah, was those little flash animations. Yeah, the fla- and they were really bad animations. You know, they, they didn't
1: build on each itself at all. Like they had really wide topics. I think what it was was just like crash course Chinese for somebody going for a business trip or something. <laughs> just made it yeah, it was it was not <laughs> quite, yeah, it was not good at all, man. And then like I cuz they showed me at the end of the third term, they were like, "Oh yeah, th- what do you think uh Joe, this is the the textbook for the next you know time and i'm like god damn <laughs> this is good it was like an actual textbook and i was like frick man we we gotta use this garbage we got hosed man and i'm not gonna lie I th- I, to this day it, i really think it, it screwed me in the long run because i was behind when i got to my 200 level class that ca officer is probably dead
2: by now He's probably, he probably went overseas and he's just like trying ter- to be a spy. like Chinese.
3: It's like, this guy, <laughs> <there's> something.
2: <laughs> hey, man, there's something off with this guy. This <laughs> <It's just, laughs> Chinese isn't that good. Your accent
1: sucks. I don't believe you're actually Chinese.
2: <laughs> I think I learned more in the Chinese cab rides than actually in school. Oh, absolutely. The cab rides, I would always talk about politics, funny enough. I would always talk about Mao, Mao Zedong.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're a brave man.
2: And I was like, Nishi Huan Mao Zedong, ma?" He's like, yeah. Um, and there's, there's one dude's like, hmm. I remember him saying like, yeah, I mean, he did a lot of bad things, but he did it for a good cause. That's what some one guy literally told me. Wow, he's a bold man too. <laughs> yeah, he was bold as shit. There, the car rides were the craziest part about China. Funny enough, I got scammed by one. One tried. well, I got scammed by two actually. But let's let's keep the keep the topic on a Chinese class because funny enough, um, I was remembering about the the first hmm Oh my god, I remember when she Didn't she faint in class? A couple times. Why did she faint in class? Was she like pushing herself too hard? No, she just was late. So she lived um she was super the, well, red. The, the college was at
1: the was on a hill, the whole mm-hmm. college. And she uh the housing was down like at the bottom of the hill Yeah. the like the the exchange teachers. And so she was late and so she booked it up the hill to the class. All at once. And she's, she's, she's not, yeah, and remember, she's not she's,
2: she's five foot zero. She's really small. She was, so
1: she came up and she she just was like saying something in the class. And then she kind of had this blank look. And she's like, I think I'm going to pass
2: out. And we're like, what? And she's like, <laughs> She ate it. Hey, speaking about passing out. Now, it, what was with this quarter with people were passing out? Because somebody passed out outside the classroom too. Yeah, they did. And then she's like, that. and she called you. She's like, hey, big boy, big boy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, what the
1: hell you want me to do? Yeah, that? exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I guess
2: because he's tall. Is well, how tall are you? Six foot six?
1: No, nah, I'm like six three, six. six three.
2: Three, whatever, you can still destroy whatever. Yeah, I'm six ten. People want to. <laughs>
1: Can't you tell by my voice? <laughs> yeah, but um. <laughs> No, it was it was a weird term. It was it was strange. That was uh, it was my first, was it my third, fourth term back at college. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, that one was it was a strange one. I was so excited to do Chinese. I've always wanted to learn Chinese, and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Hell yeah!
2: Didn't you say you used to like um, when you were young, you used to like super uh, like geeky stuff like. Final Fantasy 7 and, and yeah. anime and stuff, that's kind of contributed to it as well?
1: That, I mean, that...
2: Or was it mostly martial just arts, martial it's, arts it's right? because
1: martial arts. I love Kung Fu movies when I was a kid. Yeah, Bruce my, Lee, right? My dad would always watch them together, and I just... I love Chinese culture. Anime and, and Final Fantasy, that stuff just came probably as a result of... Oh, okay, proximity I get it. to China. I get it. that's <laughs> I
2: think for most people, in a way, that's kind of something that helps, the movies to inspire people. Oh, de- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, for uh, me... I oh. was so
1: pumped up. No, I was just saying like in the 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 summer like that time before classes started I got the Chinese class. So I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, man." So I like uh um what's it called? It's like downloading a bunch of Chinese music and stuff on my <laughs> 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 downloading off YouTube and burning CDs and putting it on whatever. So I could listen to it all the time. And I think half of it was like in
2: Cantonese and
1: I did <laughs> didn't not. The then you go to them and you're like uh,
2: about a week into the class, yeah, I was lei like, ho eh, that's, <laughs> that's not right." Wait a minute, who's Leho? Mall. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, What's okay? Let's move on to when we met um, Dio. What? Wouldn't
0: I came in? Yeah, the second quarter. Second quarter. Term, yep. And <laughs> yeah, I don't. Was there a drop off in classes or students? Yeah, a big uh,
1: almost all of the Japanese students went home. Yeah, and then
0: yeah, because I don't remember them, mm-hmm. and I remember there was two a couple. Cantonese students. Yeah. A couple of Japanese. Yep. And then. most,
1: Almost a, all the Japanese left that first.
0: A Somalian. Time. Oh, let's talk about <laughs> the that. <notorious>. The Somalian. <laughs> that, that is that the craziest be. thing
2: that happened in the uh, <laughs> okay. Chinese classroom number two? It let's was, call it number two. That was, was, that the was most hilarious.
1: <laughs> Awkwardly hilarious. <laughs> well, because t- Tang oh, Lao we'll, we'll talk about it. Tang Lao is one of my favorite Chinese teachers I've ever had. He seemed
2: passionate. He was an English teacher, wasn't he?
1: He was an English teacher, but he did his like. Um, his, I think his master's or something. He did it on Tang Dynasty poetry, and so he oh. he had written. He actually gave me uh, when I when I graduated from from that school. He gave me a uh, a copy of his master's work, which basically it was him translating uh, Chinese poetry into English in a way that wasn't a direct translation, but it carried the same element the same feeling but mm-hmm. had more of a rhyme like an english rhyme scheme mm-hmm. he's like oh man i hustled him so good this was like <laughs> this is the easiest master's project ever but he gave me a copy of that but yeah so that's why every week he'd have us memorize poems and stuff i remember and, the
2: poems yeah no
1: he he really influenced me in my in my chinese learning so i really i like him a lot and he's real nice real kind real mild-mannered um real passionate about teaching chinese and he loves that he loves that, like there's non-Chinese people learning Chinese. He's so interested in it, and then you get this bozo. <laughs> oh yeah, <this> yeah, fucking <laughs> Somali kid who just he. he We're well, gonna have to was, play
2: telephone. How did it, every we okay, all so, interpret so it differently? This is,
1: this is how I watched it. He said, "Jia," right? The yeah, characters. Jia. He he wrote he wrote the word for Jia, which means uh, family, right? And he's like, "Okay, this means family." And he was showing us how Chinese characters work, and so he's like. They each part has its own meaning. So you look at the top part of ja is a roof. Mm-hmm. This means the home. So there's, you know, uh they always referred and he first he used it in a with an because this is safety because an is the roof and then underneath there's the character for wo, a woman, yu. And so safety is when the woman is at home, safe, right? And so then he's like ja we have this one means the roof, and then underneath is the character for pig.
2: <laughs> why do you think that uh that's the way that the the word for family in Chinese? And he do was doing it good, a, by the way. He was all the he was um guessing all the meanings correctly. Uh, yeah, he was just kinda, dumb luck. Yeah, dumb luck.
0: He was on a dumb dumb luck roll.
2: Yeah, and everybody's like,
1: "Whoa, this dude knows it." Yeah, and then then he's like, "Why why do you think that the character for for family is a pig inside the house?" And this this kid goes. Because Chinese people are pigs, <laughs> was, and there's just this, and there's just this dead silence in the room. Nobody can even laugh because we're just all staring back and forth from from the kid to Tang Lao Shen. Tang Lao Shen just staring at him. He goes, "God, how, what, what did he say?" He just all of a sudden he like is in disbelief, and then he just snaps at him. He's like, "Oh, he, it was something along the lines of like I suggest I, you don't say that well, to, he's, to Chinese he's like, people." He's like, "I I encourage people." To throw ideas out there if they don't know, but at the same time, what you said was incredibly disrespectful, very rude, and I suggest you never say it again. Yeah. But he uh-huh. said it was such intensity that it was like I thought I was
2: going to hit him. <laughs> and, and no, no, but oh, I wish we kind of we could do this as a video podcast because I, I remember his motion too. Like his hand, he, he was like writing, and then he like stopped. Yeah. And he, he had like he held, he held that hand high, and he just turned his head backwards, <laughs> like just silently, just the yeah. evilly. <laughs> And he was just, and he was, he had like a dumb. How do I say it? The Somali guy had like a. He knew he he fucked up.
1: Well, he was.
2: No, he kind of like he was in the middle. Like he was still on the roll. He was still like super cocky and smiling. But then at at the same time, he was like, "Oh shit! I shouldn't have said that." It was the funniest expression ever.
1: I think he was trying to
2: be funny. No, he was. I think he was. He was trying to be the the class clown.
1: But yeah, that was. That's just fucked up.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and that was when being the class clown goes wrong.
2: And level three was that was the final um, Chinese class, and he also taught that one too, right? He
1: co-taught it with Shun. Uh, um, it mo- that was mostly Shun. He co-taught towards the end of the second one with Shun Aoshir because she came back like halfway through, and they co-taught. And then the third one was mostly her. I think he came in every now and then but it it was mostly her.
2: You know you know it's funny I I looked at my laptop and I actually still have the file on uh I think OneDrive. Uh or was it Win- Windows? Um
1: I still have the textbook before cuz it was a paid subscription. So I downloaded all the text and the videos and the audio and everything.
2: I I have an extra credit assignment that uh Shula yeah, to uh gave me and it was like to write a response or something. Because Jimmy Kimmel said something about, like, Chinese people or something? <laughs> no, were you there when that happened? Yeah, it was. Oh, that was so we're good. jumping back and forth between the classes, but I just remembered it right no, now. It was,
1: it was somebody forwarded her, like, an email, like, oh, we're protesting. I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Was it Jimmy I, yeah, Kimmel? it was.
2: He said something about Chinese people. I, I don't think he But it was, it
1: was, like, a satirical thing. Yeah. Somebody else had said something.
2: The little kids were like, I don't know what they said, but it, something offended her. And it's like... And she's like, "I'll give you extra credit if you write a, write something, you write but a paper,
1: she, then she canceled it because like then she like actually looked at it, and she's like, "Oh, I don't actually think that was no,
2: like I remember of it all. I remember sending and getting the extra credit oh and she I, gave it i had the full I have the full thing actually. I can try to look it up if I, you guys I remember
1: somebody somebody said something about it, and they were like, Oh no, like I don't think he was actually being that." offensive i think he was being funny or something I was like well he's a
0: comedian well, so yeah it late <laughs> night does that about a lot of things
2: back so. when they used to do something more challenging than kind of the status quo of today but that's for another day i mean to talk about that stuff i mean that was kind of that was funny though how she made me oh she didn't make me do it but she gave me good a good amount of credit too <laughs> she it wasn't just something measly it was like, like thank you <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> She's like you know you know be funny cuz looking back at it I'm like hmm she should have uh gave me the, uh, what's it called Rec- uh, recruited me for the 1000 uh, talents program. <laughs> <laughs> like you would be good for something called the 1000 talents program. I would be like so I, what what age was I? I was pretty young. I was like yeah, sounds cool to me.
1: The, the greatest thing, it felt like spy class, stuff.
2: Through all those classes, was that I I learned I could
1: sing Chinese better than I could speak it.
2: Oh no! Don't even bring that up, because then I remember the video I did with uh, Dio. So so I I did one with my partner. The duet. We do We sang and
1: uh, they they were blown away because we were taking it real serious. We were doing like the guitar playing and stuff, and they're like, "Wow, that's so good! That's so good!" And it really blew up my ego. So then, literally, any time like I started falling behind in a Chinese class, I was like, I could sing a song. <laughs> and so i'd learn a new chinese song and play and they'd be so blown away because i really don't look like i should be able to sing chinese songs really good but i i do (laughs) and so they would be so (laughs) they'd be so shocked that i'd do well in the class because of it i had one teacher she straight up said i i don't know how but like you you sing such good Chinese. <laughs> and when you speak it, it's just not as good. You you should just sing everything you want to say in Chinese. <laughs> should, you
0: should pass in the class. because yeah. <laughs> I could sing. I think it's time for another song.
1: I'm getting a little behind. They'd be yelling at me, you missed this one, this one. I think it's time for a song, guys. Just break out a song? <laughs>
0: what about now? <laughs> yep, basically.
2: You're reminding me of just like in China when... I I by the way I, I had speaking the shitty Foundation when I went to uh, Qingdao, or yeah, there was like, it's kind of a meme. I think Mama Hu who on YouTube they do this kind of skit when you're just like a rent you're like a non Asian you go there and it's like, oh the how hao." right oh it's right kinda, oh your Chinese is so amazing right and this is like a one a same, white dude who's just like saying one word well, like, hey ni hao. it's like whoa yeah. look at this guy and then I was like I remember this one um. Asian guy, I know. Was it from Thai? He's Thailand. Yeah, I think one of your friends. He was telling me, yeah, we never get that. They never oh, say that about us. Oh
0: yeah, yeah I remember him.
2: Because like when an Asian ek, guy goes ek, yeah. goes there, they're like, and they speak Chinese very well. They're like, They I huh. don't, don't care. They don't care. I'm just like well, in general, why is your Chinese perfect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. With a, the John I saw I
1: saw one video. It was Japan. There was like this group of American dudes, and they they're with a Japanese girl who's from America, and all the dudes are ordering in like perfect Japanese and the, the waitress is talking to them in English and she's trying to talk to the, uh, to the Japanese girl in Japanese Japanese girls like, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I don't speak Japanese. And the guys are like in Japanese, like, yeah, we speak Japanese. We're we're telling you like what we want to order. And she kind of looks at him. She looks back at the Japanese girl. Like, what are they saying? Like, what (laughs) can you interpret for them? She's like, what? (laughs) That's sad is I knew some like American born Chinese kids that just, they don't speak any Chinese, and they're just like, "No, you're lying. You, you yeah, you are a Chinese person. It I know oh, yeah, Chinese. yeah, it it's doesn't register. <gasps> like it they think register. you're mess- Like
2: you, they think you're messing with them. Well, I remember the- who was it? Somebody you had. It was an American Chinese person we knew. Oh, I don't remember it from your little group. Remember when we met them? Uh, the first day I was at your place, and you had like a little party or a BBQ. Oh, there was with, there was a couple with Julia and stuff was like it that. A,
0: a guy or a girl?
2: I don't remember.
0: But there was a couple.
2: <laughs> was a, I don't remember. Couple. In between. Was a couple. Maybe, I mean, he, a man and a woman. honestly, man, they're very androgynous looking, man. I saw some, when I was in China, <laughs> I legit thought this one Chinese guy was actually a girl. Like, he's just very feminine looking. And then I was also I also remember when, I, when we were in China, I was like, damn, there's a lot of lesbians here. <laughs> i remember they're all just holding each other's hands There's, oh but they would hold but each other they would like hold they, you the you each know, other's hands underneath <clears throat> the table remember that they don't
1: like uh they don't like being called that one time i remember i was talking to this one girl and she was like she's like yeah you know i just i love boobs like she's like i, I wish i had big ones like if my friends have big ones i'm always trying to grab up on them and stuff like that i was like oh cool so you're like bisexual. She's like, what's that? And I, I got, I got, <laughs> I got, I got like a translation for it. I forget now. And I She's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gay. What's wrong with you? Why would you say that? And I was just like, that's cool. Like, you-
2: is, gay, is gay marriage legalized in China? No. No, no, no. So weren't you the one telling? Who was telling me? They were descri- I, I know that sounds probably trigger warning. I'm gonna, somebody told me that in China that the gays kind of come out at night. To, like, oh. prey upon young men. Like, they're vampires. They, 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 you make it, someone made it sound like they were fucking vampires coming at night.
0: Not, not exactly. But there's something. <laughs> I, not I get what they're getting at.
2: Someone I, told me this.
0: Gay is very undercover. As, like, like, a very warning. It's like, watch out. At night, they come lock, out. You get locked up for it, I think. Yeah. Oh. It's like, um, a lot of, like, older married dudes there are undercover. Yeah, yeah, gay. yeah, yeah. I've had some, like, approach me even. I was like, what the? <laughs> It's weird. It's really weird. So
2: it's really strange how yeah, that's
0: there's much y- a much higher taboo towards being a guy and being gay versus like
2: being a lesbian.
1: Well, because that's I mean, they're real. The, the girls, they're just even if they're not lesbian, they're or bi, they're very touchy like, feely. Yeah. Like they'll sleep together and like cuddle up and feeling up on each other, and they play grab ass a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, grab I mean, ass. They're they're like what, uh, no touch scissoring or something <laughs> Just no, lining no. up Be like Haha wouldn't it be funny If we just like you know Did that but we're not Cause you know we're not gay But like <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny
2: <laughs> That sounds literally like a That sounds literally like a Like a joke here in, Like a, like the gay jokes that dudes play Yeah I mean if you I mean if you have sex with a dude As long as you say no homo It's it's fine yeah. <laughs> Like it's Nah just say no homo oh. uh, No
1: that's the one that's like gay But but not trying to admit it so like oh my god wouldn't it be funny if we just kissed (laughs) the other guy's like no i don't want to kiss you yeah me neither but i mean wouldn't it be so weird if we did like crazy oh my gosh
2: (laughs) no i remember Uh, i I bring this up because i was remembering uh when i taught when i tutored some of the what school is it lotus's school Mm. yeah and then i saw like a lot of girls like holding hands underneath like the table It's like why do? you
0: it's just like yeah,
2: but a lot of them. It's like wait, and then it would, you, when you would just walk out and go to the town square, just like them holding hands. Didn't they, I they ask hold, you? That? They hold
0: hands
1: a lot, though. Yeah. Without no, but
2: I saw dudes holding hands too, which is no, interesting. they
1: do that too, more more so. Yeah, yeah more because in other parts of the world, they, there's a lot of that stuff. Well, do yeah, it's
2: just friendship, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll they'll, and it's it's just weird for us. But it's the same thing with like personal space. Like when people would come talk to you and they'd get like all up in your stuff, like Americans, without even thinking, you'll step back. Mm -hmm. like you'll put distance and it's the same sort of thing. Like Mm -hmm. someone can grab your hand, like, Hey, come here. And whereas us will pull and then let go. Like, that's what we're used to. They'll, they'll just keep holding on. And so I've been in that situation where they'll be like, Oh, come here, come here, Mac. And they'll grab my hand and cramp pull. And I'll be like, the, you still hold my hand for <laughs> man? Just like pulling it back. And they're like, no, you have to come with me. I'm like, I can do that without you holding my hand, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> awkward. It's fucking weird.
2: <laughs>
1: Speaking of uh ha- ha- of
2: handsy, I remember also when we when I went to uh, the bank, when they called me the guacamolean. Remember <laughs> the guacamolean? Because I, because I, it didn't. <laughs> let's not let's not bring up that. But you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> And there was that guy. Well, no, no. Was it the hospital? No, I it think was, it was the hospital. It was the hospital. And then paying the guy the took, fee. yeah, the paying fee. The guy just took the bill out of my my uh, wallet. Yeah,
0: because it, it was he'd pretty much just arrived in in China, mm-hmm. and you have to go through the the medical examination, like yeah, the yeah, first yeah. few days, right? Within the first few days, yeah. And so it's like multiple step, I, I a lot of different it, stations. It, yeah, but we we we're, were at like paying the fee, mm. and I'm just like letting him kind of figure out like the money and like. Seeing if he can handle the situation. I'm standing there. The dude behind was, I guess, not having it, or maybe he just assumed, "Oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing." So he, yeah, maybe it he, was. He reaches over into Jean's uh, wallet, pulls out his cash like, <laughs> face. and I was just like, "Wow!" And I was like, "This normal
2: in China?"
1: I uh, <laughs> thought he was being super helpful
2: too. Maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe. but I was thinking of like, yeah, elbowing him in the in the chin,
0: but. That's I don't even think, no, nah. yeah, it's it's a little
2: much. And Overboard. it and it also I remember when I first went to uh, China, you was it you you the first story you were telling me about was when you and Sean went to that. Speaking of fights, because you know, you know, since we're gonna talk about martial arts eventually in this episode, mm-hmm. I was remembering about the uh, the fight you almost got into right when Sean was getting beat up by the American dude right.
0: Oh, I was not even there for that. Oh, you weren't I, I there. W- I showed up in like. The aftermath. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. But they, they you ended up getting uh, bled on, a bunch of blood on your uh, leather jacket, though, right?
0: Oh, yeah, because, yeah, when I got there. <laughs> it was some American-born Chinese and, like, local Chinese. It's,
2: like, easy to, like, get want to get in a fight in China. It's crazy. Even if you're not a fighter, there's just weird situations where...
0: It's a lot of culture
1: clash.
2: Yeah, yeah. And also, just I remember when we were with Jordan. You know, he's Chinese. Also, when we almost got in a fight with this girl, he was, like, slapping his girlfriend. But he slapped her hard.
0: Oh, you were with... Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And we we, you we saw we,
2: this? Yeah, we went to go get fried chicken, I think. He, for some reason, really liked fried chicken, Jordan.
1: All Chinese people like
0: people fried, love fried, chicken. fried chicken.
2: Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs>
1: McDonald's has fried chicken over there.
2: Yeah, and we went to go get fried chicken, and then um, we were just standing there. And even Jordan was, like, super upset. So we were just... We almost got in a fight there. And he's like, whoa, because the slap was hard. It's like... Like that. And you could hear it across from the, the restaurant. And we just see this dude... He was in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And it, I think there was... A few people, but not. But it was sparsely, you know, populated the restaurant. And right. then we were gonna go down there and like kick his ass. Yeah. But he stopped doing it because I think he knows we were gonna.
0: I don't think domestic abuse isn't a thing there because they don't make it a thing. They're just like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is.
1: It like if somebody made a deal about it, I think they would. But
0: maybe more so now. But buying,
1: yeah, I mean, for yeah, not for a long time. The the dude could just do what he wants to do.
0: Not in the same way they would handle it. Here. No, 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 no.
1: Or if the girl calls or the cops, the like, guy goes to he's jail. He's going straight just, to jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing there, actually happened.
0: <laughs> They'd probably just try and, like, settle it. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, you guys. <laughs> you gonna make this a problem? Or not? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Didn't you almost get into another fight, too, other than the Sean incident? where why, By the way, why did, why did that happen? Because the <laughs> Chinese-American guy was trying to dance with Julia, and then Sean stepped in and said she didn't want to... No, wanna...
0: no, no. It was another girl. Another, I think it's like, a Korean, Korean girl. Oh, and it's a close friend with Sean and yeah, he was trying to like dance with her and then maybe Sean stepped in and they got in like an argument and they took it outside. Oh. And he took it out he went to them. I think he was just like ego, like, oh, what are you gonna do? And then they did it.
2: <laughs> so so Sean got a few punches in?
0: I don't even know. I don't think so.
2: What is um it
0: was multiple people. He like went up against like Oh, At least three other and they were Ch- they were what are the, no, the ABCs, dudes, is, right? That's what of the they dudes call dudes them. Was big, he was a big dude.
2: Yeah, six foot. Oh,
0: big. yeah, probably around Joe's size. ABC, right? ABC,
2: American-born Chinese and for the. Like
0: jacked, the dude was jacked.
2: He was a uh, Jackie Chan, and <laughs> 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 whatever he had said that pissed him <laughs> off. I can imagine Sean saying that. But what do they, are they gonna both, do, Jackie Chan? They
0: both were like gym rats. Two of them, the ABCs. Oh, okay. So they were both. One was like shorter, but super stocky. The other
2: one was. Oh, so they were just <laughs> guys you didn't want to mess with.
0: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know. That was
2: that out. was about. Um,
1: didn't you almost get into a fight too because. No, I was I was at a bar in, in Shanghai. And I'm drinking with my friends and just having a good time. And uh, <clears throat> there's this buff Chinese dude over a couple of tables over. And he's got like his little entourage. Keeps kind of eyeballing me. So I'm eyeballing him back. Then one of his people comes over and they're like. Oh, this guy over here, he's the he's the like the champion or whatever. Yeah, the Shanghai uh boxing champ or wrestling champ, something like that, some sport champ. Uh he he'd like to he'd like to arm wrestle you. Is that okay? I said, yeah, okay. Oh. I went over and I arm wrestled. I I, I smoked him. And then uh, he, you bought, got he bought me a bunch of shots. We did shots and oh. we took pictures together. That was it. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: that's cool. <laughs> okay, because that <I> was... <laughs> wait a minute. Are you trying no, to be was, a contrarian?
1: That was That was it. That was what happened.
2: I thought you, you were going to talk about that. Actually, that wasn't really a fight. That was more of the mob, right? When you went to go get the massage and they assumed you got happy ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, there was a couple times with that. There was one where
1: um the guy... Well, there, there was a few times at that, so we went in and got massaged, and then we came out, and um, a buddy of mine, we were sitting there, and they um, they just came in, and they're like, yeah, you're going to pay us, like, thousand bucks or something like that. We're like, nah. <laughs> <They're> like, like <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> yeah, you are, and we're like,
2: nah, I'm not going to do that, and then we're we, Mayo <laughs> Yoshima, yeah, pretty much. No, no, why? We're why? Like, no, like, nah, why? Not, no, you don't do get it. to ask that question. And so
1: me and my buddy are like, all right, we're gonna do this. I'm getting ready to. They they had two big dudes, but I knew they didn't want none because they were like looking at me, trying to look tough. And then like the boss went away for a second, like, dude, you're really big. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, he said that. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> So they they dropped the price and like look like my boss really you gotta pay us something. Um, if you don't like. You, you could potentially fight your way to the door, get it down. But there's like those, you know, those little like cop, not stations, but like the little checkpoint cop. Uh-huh. Yeah, There yeah. was one like right across the street that 100% they paid them off. So it was like, we get out, but I mean, that's us. And I had just gotten the country at that point. So I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll pay this much. That's it. And they talked, they're like, okay. A similar thing happened another time. At this point, I'm like, it was a few, maybe a month later, at this point, I'm really on guard for scams, right? So I'm walking down, um, man, I forget that big street. It's a street that you can't even drive on because there's so many, like, shops and everything there.
0: In Shanghai? In Shanghai. I forget oh, that's, the name.
1: uh... It's, a, oh, uh, oh, um Nanjing. Nanjing. It goes yeah, 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 It's There's an east and west part. East and Donglu. West Donglu. Yeah. English plays.
0: Nanjing, uh, Nanjing Road.
1: Nanjing Road, yeah. So it was Nanjing Road, and I'm walking by myself. I had to meet some friends later, but I did some shopping. And uh, I walk by, and this girl's like, oh, hi. And I'm like, yeah, this is a scam. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That was on the second episode when we talked about cynicism, right? Because, you know, most people talk badly about being cynical, right? And that shit happened to me, too. I was walking at night, and then the girl's like, hi. It's like, this is a scam, isn't it? (laughs) Well, no, because at first she's like, oh, don't I know you? And I was like, nope. And so she's trying (laughs) to – but she just
1: starts talking to me, and then she's like – she wears me down and she's like, well, you know, I mean, anything wrong if we just get coffee? And I said, no. Nah. Well, and I said, I have coffee, but we'll go to a place I choose. And she's like, which one? I said, Starbucks. She's like, OK. Oh, because I've heard about them taking you like a tea house. Where yeah, tea house. Like mm-hmm. Thousand Kwai for a little cup. But I uh, so we go up there. She calls her friend and we're, we're talking and having like good conversation for probably like an hour. And um, they totally dropped my guard by this point. Oh, but um. They're like, hey, you want to go, uh, let's go get something to eat and then do uh, karaoke. And I was like, all right, cool. I like karaoke. So I go.
0: Karaoke
1: was the spot. They t- it was, yeah. <laughs> they took me to this karaoke place. And uh, I get in there my guards kind of back up because it's, it's suspect looking. You know how karaoke places are like theme parks over there, right? This one was classier in that it didn't have like the neon lights and dark. It had like a nice carpet, nice lighting. Everyone there's wearing a tux and stuff. And. I was like, okay, watch yourself. So we get in, and they immediately try to start getting me to drink. So I'm like, no, nah, i just have water. So I'm just having water, kicking it with them. I think I had, like, a Coke, maybe. And uh, so the first chick goes. I'm there with the second one. We're just talk, talking, talking. And then uh, she's like, I'm going to call my other friend to come. I'm like, that's fine. So we're singing. She sings a couple. And I sing one, and this is one of the songs I was playing. This Again, I'm not trying to, like – just promote myself here But again Surprisingly I can sing Chinese songs Pretty good
2: so It's essential to your lore this That you singer
1: Yeah this is a, So the song was Ching Fei De Yi From some drama Taiwanese drama Or something I'd been practicing that For a while So I sang it And then like The girl's like Oh no 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 So I I'm sorry So the first girl Her friend comes and her, her, The friend that comes When I'm in there Obviously uh, She's a hooker like, without question, she's a hooker. And this friend's like, oh, I'm just going to go. I'll come back in a sec. I was like, okay. So this girl's trying to, like, rub up on me. am like, oh, no, you know, I'm just going to sing. She's like, okay. So I sing this song, and she's kind of like, damn. And then I was like, yeah. And as I'm about to sit down, the, the door opens up, and there's, like, a guard outside the door. And he's like, did you? And I was like, yeah. Goes, Can you sing that again? I was like, yeah. Whoa. So, so <laughs> I said, wow. I wondered, for a
2: second, I thought the guard was going to come with, like a, like, a hatchet or something to say, Okay, you're doing funny stuff here, aren't you? And he's like, "Oh wait a minute!" He's just captivated no, by the no. song. Yeah, he's like, "Sounds like an anime." He's oh, like, can-, "Can you sing that Whoa. again?" And I was like, "Okay." So I sang the song. Sounds the like, like a like a young boy. <laughs> and,
1: then, uh, and, then, uh, and then, uh and then, shortly after that, um, the 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 boss comes in and he's just like, "All right, man. So here's the here's the deal." He's got pretty good English, and I'm just like, "Yep." And he's like, "I right, just knew he was a scammer because is- he knew English." <clears throat> well, yeah, and also because like. I think he was being straight up with me. He's just like, "Look,
2: your this, song this, captivated this us. This is
1: yeah, right. We want you to perform for us. All <laughs> all <laughs> no, no. He's we
2: like, we were blown away. We just, we were gonna kill just, you. Just go and free. <laughs> you're free to go.
1: Just keep singing, son. No. He's like, he's like, you know, this is a place where people come to indulge in certain vices, and he says it just like this. He's like, wow, and, like with that
2: perfect English. He said, yeah, yeah, wow. pretty much, just slight accent, an he's evil like, accent. They, like.
1: they come to indulge in certain vices and. They pay a fee for them. And so we allow them to do it. They don't get, you know, any problems. Uh, they, they get left alone. And then uh, everybody's happy. But that's why we have a very high minimum rate just to be in here. I see you haven't had any alcohol. You haven't had any drugs. Do, do you want any drugs? I'm just well, Do, do okay. you want? I was like, no, I'm good. He goes, that's what I thought. You're he a good goes, one. He, yeah, he's like, you know, you, you, uh, you're having fun. I just want you to know you're going to have to pay. Like, and it was outrageous. It was like 10,000 choirs And I was like, no. And he's like, well, I mean, you came here. I was like, I think you know very well that your people brought me here. And so this is a hustle. So it's not like I chose this place. He goes, that's true, but you still came in and used our services. I said, sure, I understand that. But um, here's the thing. I don't have that money. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm a student. I'm here on uh, just scholarship. So I only have this much. You can even run my card. I don't have that much on it. Luckily, I had two accounts at the time. So <laughs> I, gave, I gave him the one that didn't have a lot. And he's like, okay, this is what I'll do. I'll scan the first card. Attempt to scan the first amount. If it doesn't go through, I'm going to scan it for this. Like, suit. It was like three grand or something like that. Whoa. And he's like, He's like, okay. I mean it's it's bad, but it's it was that's still only like three hundred something bucks or something. So I was like, okay. So he's scanning. he's like, All right, we took, you know, three grand. Um just don't come back here again. And I was like, sure. Walked out. How's that? Those those were my big scams and uh getting scammed in China after that. I got much, much, much more cynical. <laughs> like, to where I I wasn't if anybody showed me any kindness, I just wasn't having it. <laughs> Unless I knew them from somewhere else, I just wasn't yeah, yeah. having it.
2: <clears throat> which is funny enough, on the second episode, uh throwback, we talked about that. There's kind of the that's what we're trying to I not not really promote, but I guess kind of express because cynicism is seen as something at least modern cynicism, right? We talk about the classical cynicism, which is co- called cynicism, right? The ancient Greek philosophy we talk about that there has to be kind of a spectrum. I mean, it's not totally bad to be cynical I mean, in the modern sense. Just, you know, when to adjust it. You know, it's the, go- the golden mean is, you know, what Aristotle talks about in Socrates, right? Not too, not too much, not too little balance, right? But, um, yeah, that happened to me. Um, but you never almost had to get into a fight, like, to personally defend yourself or anything? I'm just curious. Because I know, um, for example, our other military friend, he ex-soldier, um, his name is Leo. Hopefully we'll have him on. He said that he had to actually defend himself because he was like, well, he'll tell the story, but he essentially was drinking and then some guy, he was drinking with beautiful some Chinese girlfriend or something or colleague, and they got really insecure and then started throwing bottles at him. And then he just, he just assumed that they were going to fight him, but he just knocked one of them out with a bottle and just left. So I mean, have you ever I, been I, in one of those I scenarios? Because
1: generally, <clears throat> I, again, generally people don't want none when yeah. it comes to me. Like that's, and it's good because I I don't want to just you know hurt people for no reason. Like if it gets to the point where I, I got to lay hands, then it's at the point where I need to like break something. It's generally how I look at things. You know, if I'm I don't want to get in a fight and like accidentally kill someone or accidentally give them brain damage. Or yeah, that's but true. Like mm. so, if if it comes to the point where where I need to do something, then it needs to be where I'm okay if they die. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. most drunken Like they're
2: gonna stab you or something, right?
1: Yeah, and most drunken like I got nothing to prove. Like I'm I'm a big dude. I, I really don't have anything to prove when it comes to like fighting for show boating. I I know what I can do, I know I can take care of myself and and so generally they don't want none and also I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good at talking. So That's if, good, if, you diffuse. Yeah, if if people start talking to me, I usually end up making a friend. Like I remember I was with one buddy. And this guy was having a bad day and he was <clears throat> this uh chinese guy was drunk off his ass and he kept flirting with the girls we were with and my buddy was like start talking shit and i i was able to to calm this dude down and then he just sat there and talked my ear off about some chick that left him or oh okay for for how long it was it was pretty funny you
2: you're a peaceful person
1: yeah i mean I don't see a problem with with killing someone. <laughs> I've always like
2: we're like you're a peaceful person. I mean, yeah, I don't no, know, if problem it calls,
1: if it calls for it, but I mean, like generally, it's just like I'm not a. It, it, if some, you, no, I get, you, you, I get you, you have a much longer career if if you if you not even make a friend but just have a conversation instead of have a fight because from my experience is you really have once once a fight happens the night's kind of over. Like, mm-hmm. don't, it really kills the mood. So, I mean, a lot of this is born from the my my enjoyment of the party. Like, I really enjoy the party. And, when, like, if somebody's at, at a house party or at a bar or something, there's a fight. Like, after that, that's pretty much, all right, well, let's just go home. Let's go to McDonald's. Get out of here, you know. And that sucks. So, it starts from there. But, I mean, I got, you know, if if, if I just went around and fought every guy that looked at me funny in China, then... I would have got kicked out much earlier <laughs> than when I eventually left, you know, especially, especially in China, they don't mess around there and it's, it's always going to be your fault. Yeah. yeah and we that, talked, that's and, a we, problem.
2: and we talked about that too on, um what what episode was it? I think it was episode. Yeah, it was episode seven about Zeno the cynic. And you, we used to talk about, um, we were talking about how some of the, um they liked stoicism so much. Some people from other countries, like other Greek colonies would come and, and be second-class citizens because they wanted the intellectual ambience, right? And then we were talking about, yeah. And then you asked about people, where where would you be a second-class citizen? Why would people choose that, right? Well,
0: that's where I, I think I confuse what... Yeah, yeah. but about.
2: anyways, it's, it's, it's crazy that when you go to... There are people who have justifiably like defended themselves and they get arrested from what you told me, right, yeah. Dio? Well, there's
0: a lot. There's some famous cases even uh, in China. And it's, it's one of those places... Um, even if you're defending yourself, if you would normally be in the right, you're in the wrong because kind of locals get uh, benefit of the doubt. A
1: hundred percent. I mean, China's a weird one because you, um, you're not a second-class citizen. In a lot of ways, they treat you like royalty. Yeah, exactly. Just it's, because it's you're weird. Foreign. It's a weird like
0: like legally, economy. Like yeah. you can get so much. Privilege or benefit? I
1: mean, no, that that's that, that is actually an appropriate word in this case. Like yeah. you, really, <laughs> you really do have a privilege by being a foreigner, yeah, in China do. because you, and not even just a white person, but a foreigner, a foreigner, a foreigner, a foreigner in foreigner. China, because you,
2: In some s- way or form. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, they just they hook it up and they're interested, and and you people, but it's 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 very surface level. So I mean, as long yeah. as mm-hmm. long as you play that game, and as long as you. Uphold your end of the bargain, yes. Then the privilege will continue. But as soon as you start questioning that or trying to dig a little deeper, you're very quickly cast out.
0: Realize that, yeah, yeah. There's a line. There's a line, yeah, it's all (laughs) for
1: keeping up appearances. Yeah, which is which is fine because if if you don't live there and you're not deeply invested in stuff and Mm -hmm. and nothing serious is going on, that's what a buddy of mine we called the expat experience, kind of like. Living in a dreamland because nothing there seems a hundred percent real. Yeah, right. It, the entire time it feels like you're just, no matter how good it seems, it just seems like this is, it's going to end, and at some point you're gonna have to go back to your real life. So just enjoy it for what it is, and and it's it feels like a dream. It really does. It's not. It's not how real. And that's not how China is for most of the people in China, but for the expats, that's really what. And it's the people that stay there forever, it's it's because they just don't want that to end, and so they keep like,
2: up yeah. appearances it's for
1: years.
0: They're chipping. It's going away. Oh, like, oh yeah, 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 it's going away. Actually, pretty quickly now. I bet.
2: Yeah, expats are leaving on a higher scale or something. There they're was, just not as and, welcome. And people, probably.
0: I mean, when I first arrived, <clears throat> they would talk about and like speak on like a golden era. And they would oh, say yeah. that that passed. That was that when was I probably arrived, early. It was over
1: early nineties to like yeah. early 2000s. It was
0: like a true golden area where mm-hmm. really you could just
1: you could get away with anything. Anything.
0: And, and you
1: see you see the the remnants of that because as the Chinese, I won't say that they turn on the West as much, but like in terms of uh, Weibo and and uh, WeChat and things like this, they're starting to spread more stories of. Of these expats just acting horribly. Oh, I heard about that. And they'll, yeah, they'll get chased out of town basically because they. I mean, they used to, they used to get away with atrocious stuff. I mean, it was really bad. Like, if you could get over there with any sort of teaching certification, and you were like an actual pedophile, you could you could wreak some havoc. And there's there's stories about that stuff, like yeah. horror stories from back in the day, from the alleged golden age, because <clears throat> you, you could just do whatever you wanted. And you would be excused at worst, you'd just kind of be sent home, but now the the dream is kind of ending over there and and things are leveling out a bit more you're still there's still a novelty of being a foreigner over there, but mm-hmm. on a any sort of legal capacity, definitely not it it's shrinking away in a big 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 way
0: um funny enough, I felt the novelty was more prevalent in the larger cities. For some reason. oh
1: definitely no there was that's was, weird because you would assume it would you, like in you would assume, you would assume and i
0: always assumed it would be big but tier three cities like haru right is
1: this? tier three cities there maybe you would get it from indifference to animosity at some yes points. if
0: it's almost like look at you like
1: you're on you're you're an outsider for one but also you're an inconvenience on another side
0: yes yeah there's more of a, a a negative connotation versus, like, in Shanghai, Beijing, it's just, like, you just have that.
1: Well, because after the Cultural Revolution, I mean, they, they, a lot of the people that were deeply involved in, like, the pro-communist, anti-Western sentiment, afterward, they didn't know what to do with them, so they just sent them out to the, the villages. You know, they, they went, kind of banished, and they lived out there, and so being in those poor situations they haven't had any sort of knowledge of the outside world except China so in their mind it's still the cold war kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's what they grew up with the younger ones are a little bit as as the mobile internet infrastructure grows over there which is growing really quickly the younger generations are much more open to the west yes yeah, but the older changing. generations are they'll outright Shit talk you.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was much harder, much much harder to connect with people in a oh, tier yeah. three city.
1: The the only inn I had was martial arts. Like I had an inn in in the tier three city I was in uh, Pingdu. I had the inn that way, and they because of that they at least gave me a chance.
0: Pingdu is a like an ancient village, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, wasn't Pingdu in Shandong? No. Or which, which one are we?
0: Pingdu is uh in Shanxi. Isn't it? It's on the border I think, of I think it's on the border. It's but on the border. It's like
1: 40 minutes away from uh, Qingdao. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's where nice, you... It's like a, li- it's a little village. It's is that,
2: nice. Is that the person who he made me punch him?
0: Oh, I'm thinking... Your teacher? I'm th- Maybe I'm thinking of Pingyao. Probably Pingyao. Yeah, yeah. yeah. i pretty sure it's... Pingdu
1: is
2: in Shandong. Pingdu is in north, I was going to say. Yeah, it's, it's in, in Shandong. Shandong, yeah. Where did Nan- Nanshan, Nathan, where did he... Uh, is that the same school? Because I remember a I bunch of the... I where he was in...
0: <laughs> It was in Shandong Province. I thought it might have been like somewhere around Tian. What was it? A uh, martial arts school. Was it one
1: of the big? But it was ones old school, though. Chain there?
0: Yeah. I think I
1: actually have them on WeChat. Let me let me see if I can find the. Uh...
0: And I think it ended up getting shut down. Why? <clears throat> well, then like that's not corruption. This, this one's still like open. what?
2: Wait, what kind of corruption?
0: There was. There was no there. I don't know if it was the same. They one. There was, there was one in Tai'an. It was a big one, and they shut down due to corruption. Hold on,
1: let me look.
2: Like one they one. were just they weren't teaching the true martial art or something.
1: No, they were just taking w- people's money. Yeah,
0: pretty much, and then keeping them
1: hanging on. Some s- trying to cult up.
0: Story, oh wow! story spread. A lot of people started like quitting. Who were like recruiting students, and it just fell apart.
2: That was the weird thing about the scam. It's crazy how many. Me- Remember the scam with Julia? Um, she. She had to pay for an internship or something.
0: Oh, with um, I forgot the name Global something. Yeah,
2: and the one who ran it wasn't he Indian?
0: Yeah, and he bought it from what's his name. Who the remember when we went over their house? The his girlfriend or wife was like showing the sex book to me. He owned that that company before.
2: Oh, I remember now. So this this we gotta get is background uh, on this and some other episode. So this is a uh, Tianmeng,
1: Wushu School in. uh uh lini Shandong. and Yi.
0: that could have been it
1: yeah they're still open though that they, one's still open
0: yeah <clears throat>
1: they seem pretty legit i i saw their they got some videos on youtube from some students and stuff and
0: that's where the, it's like all day like intense training right? yeah
2: those those are i'd love to do should those. we share your videos to give them some love which ones they're the the videos of the students you you filmed them I didn't film. Oh, this from okay. that school. Oh, yeah. okay. Never mind.
1: No, yeah, they they these intensive schools are pretty cool because I mean, because of the, um, exchange rate, like it's it's relatively inexpensive for because it's all inclusive. For the yeah. For these, you so you get a room, you get food, you get a uniform, um, and you pay. I mean, some of them are like a thousand US at at most, right? some are cheaper than that but it's for like a month some like sometimes even more of just and, and your curriculum is just martial arts and and you learn chinese too like they'll offer you chinese class but so you're looking at like eight hours a day of training calligraphy too some of them they have like cultural art classes things like that but i mean the main focus is martial arts so you're doing like
2: what style did you learn me? When you were, um, I guess, what did you even start with? What's your first martial art, actually? So For my, me, it was Shotokan Karate. My first martial art is
1: a martial art called uh, Kaju Kimbo. And uh, Kaju Kimbo comes from Hawaii. Um, Back in the 50s, there was, there's a story of the five masters of different styles that kind of, because back then, Hawaii was a rough place to live. And uh, it had a large... <clears throat> Uh, had a large Asian community uh, from different parts of Asia, Philippines, uh, Japan, uh, China, right? And um, so they came together and they decided to like break down their styles, figure out the stuff that works the best and then recombine them. So it was really one of the first mixed martial arts in that yeah. way. Um, and so the the name Kaju Kimbo just comes from the beginning of each martial arts. So Ka is for Karate, uh, Ju is for Judo and jiu Oh, wow is for kimpo and the bow the bo is for chinese boxing is where it comes from so
2: it's like the true first martial yeah it makes martial arts almost pretty much because it,
1: it was literally just let's let's take what works from each one and so it's really well-rounded it has um you know the 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 strong kicking from uh you know karate it's got Grappling, it has wrist manipulation, locks, submissions from judo and jiu-jitsu throws. Um, it's got um, uh, a lot of shin kicks that comes from the karate as well, the kimpo especially. It's got um, a lot of its movements are based on Chinese martial arts. And then from there, they broke into four uh, branches of kajukimbo, so four subsets, which one of, two of them are more Japanese-influenced. And uh, one of two of them are more Chinese influenced. Of the Chinese ones, there's one Hop Kendo, which is more external Chinese martial art. That was founded by Sifu Al DeCascos. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, uh, what's his son's name, Mark DeCascos. Mark DeCascos starred in Only the
2: Strong. Is Mark DeCasco like half half Asian half? Italian or something? Something like that. And he he's tall. And was he in the new John Wick movie? John Wick 3 uh 3? He, he, he fa- could have been. I I haven't seen it, but let, there's a let good me pull ch- that he, up, he, actually. he's an actor.
1: Um he was in If you've ever seen Only the Strong, it's the only movie about Capoeira.
2: Oh, Capoeira. You
1: never seen that one? Oh, that's a classic. Uh he started in that. He was also on the TV series The Crow. Uh he played The Crow. Um so he's been in some stuff.
2: Mark DeKoskos I swear he, yeah, he was in John Wick 3. He was the um, samurai.
1: That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's real good, and that was actually over near Portland, Oregon. My style is called Tsong Pai, and that comes more from the internal martial arts um, of China. And so it has a lot more Tai Chi influence, uh, sensitivity, um, centerline training, things like that and uh, then my teacher himself he has some wing chun training some jiu Do training uh extra tai chi training Xing Yi, like things that he would mix in the curriculum so i came up in a pretty well-rounded martial art and that's helped me adapt to a lot of them uh when i was in the military um i did muay thai i did uh judo i did the the mar- military's martial art combat system um, I did when I got out. I did some MMA, um, and then I did uh, wushu, uh, Bagua, Tai Chi. I've I've done a lot of things. When I went to China, I was focusing more on Tai Chi, um, <clears throat> and so my teacher was up in Shandong uh, teaching a subset of Chen style Tai Chi, uh, the Hong family fist Tai Chi, and uh, he set me up with this old man down in um shanghai and i i'm not sure if it's his student or if like it's his uh he trained with they they have the same master like tai chi brothers right i'm not sure but this guy taught me some tai chi but his foundational style was uh, called um oh man i'm brain farting big right now (laughs) his was uh tongbei tongbei chuan which is uh, white ape boxing, is what it's white called.
2: White ape boxing? That sounds pretty badass. So
1: it's a lot of, you kind of swing your arms around and it's a lot of, um, it, it ties in with Tai Chi real well because you kind of just let your, your make your arms long and kind of pop them out there. It's got a lot of explosive movements that come from the hips. And so he's known for being real good with that. And so, uh, yeah, when you met him, he was telling you to hit
2: his oh, body. Oh, that's why. I remember. <laughs> tough old man. The tough old, and he's like, oh, he hit me kind of hard. He was just kind of like trolling me, and I was like hitting him. <laughs> he's the one with the yang energy. When he oh, yeah. when he, he, Skyped you, apparently, wait, did you live with him? Yeah. Tell so, the story, man. What happened so, with him? So he. By the way, wait, what, what was that place you, he took us that we met, and then I ate the crickets? That was a freaking. That's why I think China feels like a dream, like some kind of. So it's, it's very surreal. So that was the weirdest weirdest place. Where did he? T- where did we meet?
1: It was in Qingdao. Was so that abandoned? No, no, no. So this this was weird. I don't know all the stuff because I just went along for the ride. And I, to be honest, I can only understand about half of what this guy was saying because <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, speaks that. with a super thick Southern con, accent. Con, no, no, no. Uh, it's some mix between Shanghai and and Shandong accent, but also the backwoods Shandong. So it was mm. like re- my my buddy who met him. Um, this guy speaks Chinese and, and regional He knows a lot of different dialects and accents really good. And he could barely understand what this guy was saying. So the old man was tough to understand. So I just followed (laughs) like he'd send me a WeChat message and I'd do it. So after I got done with school there, I was staying in Kunming with that same buddy. And then, uh, the old man hit me up. He's like, Hey, um, come up to, uh, Pingdu and, uh, you know, we're gonna do some training for like a week, and you can meet all the dudes. And I was like, "All right, cool." So, so I went to Pingdu, take the train, and we get up there. And uh, this guy, he's he just boozes it up all the time, but it's cool because I was doing that too. So he takes me to this place. He picks me up from the train station in uh, Qingdao, and he uh, he drives me to Pingdu. It's about forty minutes away. It's him and one of his students or something. And we get to this place, and it's dark. You can't see shit out in the villages, right? And this is, like, early morning, like, 2 or 3. And he puts me in this little room, and it's just, like, this run-down-ass little room. And it's got, like, a, you know, the raised platform with, like, a mattress, and that's the bed. And so I sleep there. I wake up in the morning, and I notice that on the walls there's just all this Chinese writing, like, painted on the walls and stuff. There's a little room, like, next to mine. So I walk out, and we're in some kind of... um academy it's like gated it's pretty big property there's like a big main house and there's a little gym area there and there's like a courtyard where they train and we're on this little thing right by the gate is where i'm staying i'm in the first little house and there's another one where the old man stayed and then there's um uh this this room right next to it where like this guy who just sits there and and reads about and teaches buddhist stuff all day he's not a monk He's just super into Buddhist stuff, and so like people will come and he'll teach them. And I get from what I understood, what I was able to gather is he used to be real rich, and and he still is wealthy. He just does Buddha stuff all day, right? So I thought that was cool. And then I found out that the school was—they were a martial arts school, but they basically only taught nunchucks. They taught—they taught nunchucks. That was the martial art that they taught there. So they were doing tricks and all this crazy stuff with it. They had classes a couple times a day. And then the old man would wake me up early in the morning, <laughs> like five, and we'd do training. And then, like, some of the other kids from the village would come and they'd train with us and stuff. And, yeah, that was it. And we'd eat. People would take us out to lunch and dinner every day. Um, and they would always try to get me drunk, but they couldn't. Because I, I just sound like I'm fucking bragging about myself. <laughs> no, no, time. no.
2: But, but you know what? It's weird about about that. That's something that was daun- not daunting, but it was kind of weird. Um when we went to, um, they would, like, really want, want to try to get us drunk. Well, I
1: mean, that's, that's the culture. It's a culture that's thing, the, yeah. the drinking culture is that. But the reason why they would go after me is so the first time, it, it came out of ignorance on my part. So they'd pour the baijiu, which is their, like, national liquor there. And they'd, at big banquets, they'd pour them in these little, like, thimble-sized cups, right, real tiny cups. And so I see a tiny cup full of liquor, I'm thinking he'd shoot it, right? And so that's what i do. Um, I just pound it, Oh yeah! but they sip from it. Mm-hmm. So they they do a lot of toasts and a lot of cheers. And so every time they do it, I'd take a shot. And when they realized I was taking a shot, they're like, Oh, well that's, this obviously is, is too small for you. So then they gave me a teacup you know, the size of a teacup over there. It's mm-hmm. not huge, but it's a lot bigger than a thimble. And, uh, so they'd fill it up and then I, I did shots of that. Cause I still figured, I thought they were still taking shots, right? And then when I realized that they were sipping, it was kind of too late because that had already been established that I, I could drink like that. And so they would just bring bottles of Baijiu, and then we'd do shots. And I would do the teacups. they do the little ones. And, yeah, they try to get me drunk. And, uh, and <laughs> this failed. was two, two times a day. I mean, I got sauced, but, you know, they were the ones that went home. Um, but I was drinking so much at that time because we would do two training sessions, early morning and afternoon, we'd train we'd go to dinner after we train and we'd eat in the middle of the day and then i'd get drunk and take a nap because i was drunk but these guys were like lit you know um oh man it caught up with me by the end of the week i just didn't want to drink anymore like ever <laughs> it it was really rough and they uh there was one particular this was in pingdu so we'd go to all these fr- different friends of his and they were all martial artists they all had the same tai chi lineage and um, so they all knew my teacher. And uh, so it's a lot of them in those small villages, they'll have like a shop and then they have a training hall above the shop and then they live above that. So it's these little three story narrow houses and all of them have martial art training studios above their shop. And so they would go there. Um, We'd go to their house to eat and we'd eat in like the bottom floor, like across the street at a restaurant and then we'd, you know, go mess around there. One time was the funniest. it was towards the end. They had a big lunch with all these different like pra- practitioners there. It was a big table and uh they huge huge banquet that they had, and they booze was gone and like they they did this one thing where they're like oh yeah you you uh you're our little brother, you know real like the movies right they're like you're our little brother, so you need to." Toast all of us so I was like okay And I raise it up They go no one by one So I have to toast Shoot Toast shoot Toast shoot All the way around the table Right <laughs> And I'm just like uh, Was it
2: eight Was it eight sh- it,
1: like was for more, the- it was more than eight There was more than eight people there So I, I had to go around doing that And then they
0: They're like Go around again I was like
1: nope <laughs> How many people <laughs> well, were there were- man There's was a good well, well, Whoa, whoa. What
0: was it uh, What kind of glass
1: This is a teacup
0: Teacup glass and you're shouting at you shot.
1: Yeah, time. yeah. It's rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: so I, I do that and we a couple guys, they start falling off, you know, they're done. And then one guy in particular, the the old man was like, Yeah, we're gonna go to the studio. He wants to we're gonna do some training. I was like, training? <laughs> he's true. like, he's like, just just play, just play. You know, he's thinking, wire, war, you are, you are. I was like, Okay. And then we get right the, after that, right after. And so literally it was this guy just kind of wanted to see what I, what I had. And so, you know, I, we're playing push hands and it's kind of like wrestling. I'm boom boom boom. You know. got <laughs> to gotta hold my own. But then at the same time, be like, oh yeah, it was just luck. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for <laughs> playing with me. Uh, I mean, it was all good. We were all good friends. And then one day he's like, all right, we're going, we're leaving. Going to Qingdao. So I could catch the train up to Beijing. And uh, that's where I met. Uh gene here, so in the before you came along we we went and this was like he was telling me we're gonna go meet with the first teacher or the first student of my teacher, the Tai Chi teacher. This is his like highest student, his first student, so I'm thinking oh great he'll I'm sure he'll love me. This guy did not like me <laughs> at all we get we went into like this weird it was like a big corporate office building, really big, and then in like one corner of it just had. Like a, a a dojo, just there, and it was it was really weird. So he brings me in. He's like, "All right, show me what you got." So I do the form a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, that's awful." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And he's like, "Here, here's my student. He's he's in Shaolin. He's a he's a big dude, you know." So we do some push hands, and I I hold my own on this guy. The teacher's getting more and more irritated. Finally, like. He's like, fine, never mind. All right, let's go eat. And it was like real obligatory. Like, I have to, I'm obliged to take you to lunch. So we go to lunch and they're drinking a little bit and we're talking. This guy's talking some shit. And then uh, at one point they stood up, him and another guy, and they they salute like to the head, right? Like military salute. And he's like, I was like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, it's soldier's day. And me, having been a U.S. soldier, I was like, oh, sweet, I'm a soldier. So I stand up and salute. And they go, no. They try to, like, push me down. No, not you. And I'm like, no, I'm a soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Afterwards, I find out, no, it's like the People's Army Soldier Day. So so that really didn't help me with that guy. So then we had dinner at that night, and that's that's when Gene came and so this guy
2: was just wait wait before you start I don't even know how the hell did I reach that place did you pick me up or no, did I you must have cabbed I must have cabbed you sent me the area yeah, when I went there I legitimately thought I was gonna get I don't know robbed and stabbed there's something weird about Erie and it was dark too I remember it, it, it was, it was like winter place, right
1: because it was just this big um, corporate building and they had like they had like just places, but it was
2: eerie though. It was just like a That's, lot of it was empty. There's
0: a lot of places like that in China. Oh just, yeah, like, they just built it. A building and, and, and then like the stuff there doesn't really make sense. It doesn't cool. match. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they have this big banquet
1: hall in there. So I brought Gene up and we, I'm like, cool. We're gonna eat and that that and fucking booze is flowing and this guy is drinking and he's like he's got a bunch of his students and one after another like, yeah, go go push hands, go do this and I'm holding my own, pushing them off, you know, this and that. And then he's he's getting more and more drunk. And at one point, he's just like, okay, boxing. We're going to box now. <laughs> the, 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 the students, because they're all really cool. Like, I had a great time talking with them. They were really nice. But they're like, oh, oh, sure, please. I, th- I think that's good. I think that's good, you know. Not that they were scared. It's just they realized, like. What
0: was happening? Yeah,
1: and they were, like, trying to calm it down. And so, eventually, he got so drunk, his wife had to help him out of there. Uh, and then. There was just rooms there, like hotel rooms or something. So I had two beds in in my room, so that's where Gene slept for the night. And then the guy was supposed to take us, like drive us to the train station, but he, he just wasn't there. So I got the – I called a cab, said goodbye to the old man, and then uh, Gene and I went to the train station. It was just a weird, ex- yeah. It was surreal.
2: <laughs> it, it felt <laughs> like it didn't ex- exist. <laughs> like I just went there. All I remember this. All I remember was me eating bugs. <laughs> it, they, no, really, they were good. Yeah, they were not bad. Not gonna lie.
1: Scorpions were probably my favorite bug to eat over there.
2: Yeah, it just tastes like a dry fry. shrimp.
1: It's a
0: at the banquet they had all these bugs.
1: They didn't have the scorpions there. That was another place in Pingdu had scorpions, but this place it was like crickets or something.
2: It's your Siri. She's like, "Hey, that's that's a watchdogs topic."
1: Shut up, government. But yeah, no. The the I had a bunch of different bugs, and it was, I didn't mind any of them. But the scorpions, yeah, they taste like shrimp. Just grab them by the stinger and just munch them.
0: A lot of them, they just take on like the crickets. Man, they're cheap. I had, they take cheap. on the flavor, or whatever. Yeah, no, deep I fry them I rem- and they deep fry them. Yeah, good.
2: Crunchy. After you know, it's funny. After that, I'm like, hmm. You know what? They're not that bad. And then I bought like some insects, and I, I never you ate. Bought-
1: <laughs>
2: I bought but them at a You, you sto- don't know how to cook them? <laughs> no, I bought some. In- no, they were already like cooked. They were um like dry cock. Well, not cockroaches. They were like um Just cock cockroaches. <laughs> dry cock. God. Dehydrated. Okay, this pack. is no longer a PG PG episode. <laughs> No, because uh, I thought they were not like cockroaches, but they're like, um, what is it? Yeah, crickets. So they have an exoskeleton, and they're really dry. They're like dry shrimp. They don't taste like... And you, like,
0: fi- you figured it's something you would eat regularly. Well, I thought... it's <laughs> want my diet now. No, no, I wanted, no, no really, because I like, eat bugs.
2: I was trying to be, what's it called? Maybe I was trying to be a cynic. I, I was trying to be subconscious, eating like the figs and stuff, being self-sufficient, eating one thing without yeah, spending too I mean,
0: much. I've had... Bugs so many different times there.
2: I did it just no no I just did it because maybe you know what maybe I can make this a, a regular thing you know what it's just like bear grills I can eat bugs it'll be a lot of protein it'll be healthy and it'll be cheap right and then I, and then I bought it and then like, I just yeah, left like, it there
0: <laughs> deep fried bugs and rice is like and I was like damn I can't <laughs> do staple it staple
2: now and it's funny because I, I couldn't that's one thing I couldn't give up I couldn't give up Western food I would always end up going to same this Italian restaurant. With because there was one Italian guy, his name Jacopo. Remember
0: that place was good and cheap.
2: Yeah, good and cheap. And I was like, "Oh man, I might as well live in Italy." But I used to still eat Chinese food. Obviously, the I used to eat um, neo romian the beef noodles. Yeah, those was, were amazing. Was always
0: nice. Towards the like before the last time I came back for like at least six months, I was only eating Western
2: food. Yeah, it's just kind of hard.
1: It makes you miss it after a while.
2: Yeah, because you know, remember when we made a Philly cheesesteak, and that that was expensive, but it was good. At your place, I was like, man, it's crazy how the, the most basic stuff, like cheese and milk and, like, I think even jam was expensive it, too, right? I mean,
0: and it was when I first got there, like, there wasn't... Even in Qingdao, which is a pretty big su- uh, city, there weren't really any international supermarkets. Those didn't come until about two years later, and where you can, like, easily get cheese and... A lot of other Western imported products, but before that, it's like tough luck. There were some things, but it was much more limited.
2: It was funny because there was like one guy who sold tortillas randomly too. Oh, yeah. One dude, one dude, the whole city sells tortillas. Oh, i be a close one. Oh wow! Let's not bring that into into this. This is a discussion about crickets. <laughs> but anyway, um. Oh, speaking of martial arts, I actually wanted to talk. You about this? Have you ever heard of the guy who goes around and he fights Tai Chi masters, and he's an MMA guy? Yeah, and he you know, beat them all on video. I, what is your take on that?
1: I, I've got I've got a couple of opinions on that.
2: First of all, you know about it too, right, Dio? About the guy, the MMA dude, who's in China beating all the, uh, the Tai Chi masters.
0: I've seen it. Yeah.
2: So my my first thing
1: is um, the 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 Tai Chi guys. I think that they're lying to themselves. Tai chi is is an extremely powerful martial art. If it's done correctly and if it's if it's used correctly, the problem is is that these guys are so I think they're so infatuated with their own philosophy or with their own just self with themselves that it's it's really it screws them over a good bit. They are they're old. They're not in fighting shape. And I mean, if you can apply like for example my idea on Tai Chi: If you took like a MMA fighter, right, in great shape, and they had also learned and and relatively mastered the concepts of Tai Chi, the 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 type of whole body connectivity, grounding, um, absorbing energy, um, redirecting energy, these sort of things. If they master that, then they will be unstoppable as an MMA fighter, definitely, or as any kind of fighter, right? Yeah.
2: But it sounds like doing that kind of all these um, very high level Tai Chi moves sound like it needs a lot of training.
1: Oh, it does. So I'm saying like you would have to train in addition. Like so, if you started learning Tai Chi when you're like ten or you're thirteen, like I did, right uh, from your youth, and you trained up through, and you were also young and fit, and you played other sports, you did MMA, you did external martial arts. Yeah, you'd be you'd be unstoppable. You'd be a monster, like, in the MMA circuit, right? But then you, these guys are not in fighting shape. That's, that's the long and short of it. Like, they're just not used to that kind of aggressiveness, that kind of energy coming at them, that kind of speed. And even if they were, their reflexes aren't what they used to be. So I think that they're wrong for lying to themselves. But overall, I think the guy who's making a name for himself by doing that, I mean, you're the definition of a bully. What are you getting by beating the hell out of these old grandpas? Like, these are not – these aren't even 50-year-old guys. Some of these guys are in their 60s or 70s. Like, yeah, I get it. They may be talking head. But for one, where's the respect for your elders? And for two, where's the respect for your culture and your your traditions? And for three, like, what what, what do you think you're getting from it? What do you think that's that's doing for you? Do you think people – are talking about how great you are. You know what I mean. You're you're shitting on a lot of yourself when you do that. So I think he's an
2: idiot for that. I think he's really stupid. I heard, yeah, from it was a lot of a, how do I say, patri- nationalistic anger against him because it's like, he's essentially making it look like Chinese martial arts are useless against Western martial arts.
1: I mean, that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he, he's a. Which I mean, that's my problem with a lot of the modern MMA guys is they're brawlers. And so they say that, which you can you can learn how to be a good brawler much faster than you learn how to be a good martial artist. The thing with martial arts is that there's a lot more to them. You know what I mean? It's not just, you know, how hard you can punch and everything else. There's a lot more to it. So I think he's just taken on the, the same mindset as a lot of those guys. Because even like Joe Rogan, when Joe Rogan talks shit about traditional martial arts, it's like, Rogan, you got your fucking start in Taekwondo, dude.
2: Yeah, that is a traditional martial not art. Not just
1: no, it's it's the shittiest traditional yeah. martial art. Like if you ask anybody what is the most useless martial art, they almost all say Taekwondo. Because yeah,
2: you limit yourself a lot by not using your arms. You're yeah, just kicking, inflating well, your like a fish.
1: They're un they're unrealistic. But look at what he did. He adapted the kicks to reality, and he made that now he has some of the nastiest kicks you've ever seen. But those are those are all modified and adapted Taekwondo kicks. So for him to what he did is what I think everybody who does traditional martial arts can do, right? But him just shit-talking him as he does is, I think, ridiculous. Like, he shit-talks Wing Chun like that. Wing Chun is a super good martial art. You know, once you get past the rigidity of it, I mean, there's a reason it was the foundation for Jeet Kundo, you know? it was. It has a lot of good to it, and that's a really – the trapping range of fighting is a really difficult range to learn how to navigate because most people are either long-range or, or close-range grappling, but that trapping range is key, and so that is that is Wing Chun's uh, specialty. So I, I just think that mindset against traditional martial artists is – I think it's stupid. I think you're really limiting yourself, and you're coming across as a dumbass when you when you act that way. I don't think – I think traditional Martists can get caught in their own legends sometimes when it's like, "Oh, 90 pound weakling can take on a three hundred pound like, no, probably not, like size does matter right <laughs> but But I mean, if you have good technique and a good understanding of of combat principles, which in a good traditional martial art program will teach you, then that does go a long way. So, yeah, those, those are my thoughts on that. I, I think that guy's an idiot. There's a lot to unpack
2: there. Yeah. Because I, um, I mean, yeah, Joe is like, it's, it's like he's being, how do I say, a little bit inconsistent there because I think mm-hmm. he talks bad about traditional martial arts, but he did a traditional martial art and there is something to be learned from things that even you don't agree with. You know what I mean? That you, that's the uh, eclectic manner of being an MMA fighter, even if. You don't what, totally I mean, agree with martial arts. There's something there. Maybe it could be the stance, kind of like fencing, right? <laughs> like the footwork and fencing is very, could be applied to to actual real fighting to be able to, you know, fly like a butter. Like what was it? Um, Muhammad Ali said, "Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee." Right. So that footing is important. So having so, even if I'm not saying to learn exactly everything about f- from fencing, but definitely some footwork that would um. Not inspire you, but, you know, kind of helped what to was, understand.
1: What, what, it, what did Confucius say? He said, if I'm walking with three people or two other people of the three of us, or if I'm
2: walking with two other people,
1: one of them will be my teacher.
0: Mm, really
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, san Ching. I haven't heard that. And you know who, who said that? It was tongue-wrenching, right?
1: no. I was a girl I was talking to. In okay. <laughs> I uh, there was some girl I, I... Yeah, some girl I was talking long distance with at the time because I asked her about it, and she was like... Because, um, I mean, just inevitably, oh, I'm learning a language. I'm online looking for language learning partners. And then I just start long distance dating one. that's something I would do. I did that, too. <laughs> it was. But, no, that was that was her idea. She, I told her about our Chinese club, and she's like, how about this? And I was like... Okay, and then I told it to tongue last year, and he was blown the fuck. He was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, when I talked to him, he's like, whatever happened to that girl? Are you, are you still seeing that girl? And I was oh, like, nah, we, we haven't And he's like, oh, that's a shame, that's a shame.
2: <laughs> oh, is this the girl who I think we're talking about, and she, she was in Hawaii with you? No, 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 no.
1: This one was, I, I met her only once when I was in China, and she'd already had a boyfriend um, by that point.
2: Well, I'm thinking that ne- you know, speaking of philosophy, because with that that quote, and and by the way, usually on this on the the project we're doing, we have an epigraph, right? So that's definitely it's funny because it's in the uh, and at the end. But usually we have like the epigraph, and that's what it, it's used for, right? It's an mm-hmm. intro quote. But that San quote is a really good one that we should use for the next next <laughs> episode, and then we talk about Taoist philosophy. But I think um, definitely. Um, Speaking of the martial arts and the eclectic manner of of it, right? Mixing stuff, it's not a bad thing. I think it's something you should do. Um, Leo, what do you think about Sistema? The Russian martial art. I heard that Sistema practiced um, the Russian special forces. They, mm-hmm. they um, not copied, but they definitely were inspired a little bit by the internal kung fu, tai chi kind of stuff. Well, breathing is important, so not how to breathe is important in martial arts. You mm-hmm. get more powerful... Um hits. So well, it's not well, totally all, all bullshit. This,
1: all this stuff comes from all of this stuff comes from the ancient world was far more connected than we tend to think of it. We tend to think of it as very clean lines. Those borders didn't exist until this century, if you really think about it. And then these cultures they they intermingled quite a bit. So I mean like um and what's the what's the Greek martial art? They have pen, um
2: Pakit Pakitron. No, um, I know it's the Spartans used to do it, right?
1: No, um, yeah, they they did a form of it. But, I mean, a lot of this stuff, <clears throat> when you get into, like, who came up with what first, it's really hard to say. Um, some of the earliest breathing traditions that we have, we know for a fact, come from India. Um, early uh, yogic yoga techniques. Pankration, that's... Pankration, yep, yeah. yeah. So, no, they... But, yeah, they... And then, you know, Alexander the Great came through India. He was knocking on China's door. The Indians and the, the Chinese were talking with each other. North Korea, you know, the Koreans were right there. Got to Japan, Mongolia, you know, Russia is still all all together there. So, I mean, all these things shared quite a bit. And so it was all – they eventually took on a, a, a flavor all on their own. But, I mean, when you get into the borderlands, just like with languages – uh regionally you can see the similarities of things. Like up north in northern China, that's where uh Shui Jiao wrestling is really big. They're real close to Mongolia. Mongolia's specialty is wrestling. They do that big leather belt, try to throw each other. Same thing with the Russians. They have their form of uh of wrestling, which part of it came through there, part of it came up through the, you know, the Greco Roman tradition. Um mm-hmm. So Systema, I mean, it combines all those things. I'm tracking it has breathing techniques itself. It has um, – I've seen some – they have some really good um, uh, submissions some, from some really weird places. Like, they'll get submissions out of nowhere. Um, great takedowns, kicks, and punches are kind of basic, but you don't need them to be extravagant. Um yeah they're lethal and then they they put a really strong emphasis on conditioning so they're usually in great shape Mm -hmm. so i mean all all this all these things are it's it's the same with any tradition and this is why i hate um i love cultural diversity i love learning about other cultures but i hate cultural purists because they're idiots and they don't know what the hell they're talking about because nothing just comes from one place. Mm-hmm. Nothing is just one thing. It's it's comes from a mix of of stuff. It comes from somewhere, you know. Yeah, that's right. and and people that say, "Oh, this is
0: this culture and this."
1: Yeah, culture. yeah, that draw really distinct lines like that. I mean, that's that's kind of the reason why I, I shit on the concept of cultural appropriation. I, I think it's stupid.
2: Um. Yeah, I, I understand. Because under- like dreadlocks, for example, I think they were used by Vikings as well, not just Africans.
1: Celts. Well, and the Celts were they. The Celts t- were most of Europe before pre-Roman, like Celts and even pr- uh, the people that came before the Indo-Europeans. There's, I mean, we we don't know for sure, but I mean, there's there's art that you can see shit that looks like dreads. You know what I mean? Because dreadlocks form when you don't bathe a lot. <laughs> like it's a good way to wear your hair that you don't have to shower a lot you know and it's i and don't quote me on this as i understand that's one of the appeals of of um people with kinky hair wearing wearing dreadlocks is because if they wash their hair too much it's it's rough on their skin or something like that so wearing dreadlocks is one of the reasons that it's good for the you know the health of their skin and their hair so i i just think that i just think that cultural appropriation Can be a thing For example If you Exploit uh, A culture Especially a minority culture For profit You know what I mean And
2: you You That's what they're doing in China, though, with the Xinjiang people, right?
1: Well, no, that's different. That's genocide. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Equating the same thing,
2: genocide,
0: (laughs) cultural appropriation, genocide. genocide. It's similar, but a little different. No,
1: what
2: would would be a good example? Like, but they do kind of like fetishize them and put them in zoos, right?
1: No, no, those are concentration camps. (laughs) 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 Nobody's coming to watch them. They just they
2: go there to not Still be alive concentration <laughs> <laughs> no, i got i'm trying to find i'm trying what's, hey, what's hey a good i'm trying i'm trying to get that chinese money so some of us will, oh yeah, that's it so they can hey, I, I there's love, zoos trust me I, <laughs> one of the, <laughs> hey to, I, I love the
3: china man i like right,
2: right i should tell I, i'm going to give a trigger warning for the the CCP people coming in. Wait a minute. They're not. Those are concentration camps. They're hey, reeducation I, I camps. Love, I love get China, it, man. Get it. straight. They're re-education camps, not concentration camps.
1: If they, and they if they invited me back with open arms, then yeah, there's this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll sell out. It's okay. No, no. Yeah, no. That's. Uh, no, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm really trying to think of a good. But no. But of the. I understand
2: why. It, the some of the cultural appropriation argument, for example, from a native Native American standpoint, the for example, the headdress. I mean, that's considered like a military medal. Well, like no, you yeah, yeah. that's you that's wouldn't, a really you good wouldn't, one. you wouldn't have, like for example, that's in Western culture. If you take a purple heart, let's say, and then you start wearing it, and then it's it's the same energy. That's, that's so. That's a really so I good can, point. I can I so can see you, why the headdress would be bad because you take yes.
1: something that's sacred or a symbol of power in a culture and you wear it for fun or something like this. That's yeah, that is. But if we're talking about, like, the white girls who opened up a taco shop in Portland because they learned a recipe when they were in Mexico, I don't call that culture. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing sacred about tacos because tacos are food.
2: Taco Tuesday guys coming in? Well, no, yes. and,
1: and you know where tacos come from? The the Lebanese. A buddy of mine just pointed this out A to buddy me. of mine. No, 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 yeah, because, I mean, he's Mexican guy, and he was like...
2: Well, it's just like the... the he, he
1: looks like he's from freaking... He looks lebanese. And the the, <laughs> the
2: the quesadilla is a um a fusion between the new world uh new uh, old world all cheese and then the new and the new world tortillas. All all of it is. Yeah, exactly. All so of
1: all of Italian food as we know it is based on tomatoes. A lot of new world well, and noodles. Yeah. Which come from Asia. You know, so they we we
2: ta- wait a minute. We got to got to stop you there cuz we talked about this this being apocryphal remember yes. that apparently Marco Polo brought in brought because we we specialize in Greco-Roman stuff, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. I, Italy did have their own form of noodles that were made of wheat and they were like more square shaped. So, I heard that that's actually uh, a myth that it was Marco Polo. Maybe he brought in the thin Asian noodles, but they the pre I don't think he brought it in, but I think cuz he
1: wasn't the first person to go to Asia. He, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just was the first one to really record it the way he did. But trade with Asia had been going for quite some time, but I
2: don't think... But I get what you're saying, yeah. I mean, the world is...
1: No, they didn't have noodles early on. They, that would have been It wasn't noodles,
2: but it was it was something similar. They did have noodles, but they were made of wheat and barley. And they, I forgot, they're, they're very different looking. They were a very... pre-sard In Sardinia, they found them, I think. So way oh. before Marco Polo. But the noodles look very different, though. So they, obviously, if we're talking about Asian noodles, the very thin ones made of egg or... Or a rice, rice flour. Then yeah, obviously that 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 came in, but they definitely had some sort of noodles. Mm, More like there's, there's okay. So they, I could see them having something
1: similar to noodles, but not yeah, look yeah, like yeah. noodles mm-hmm. at all, like you said. But then it, uh, the noodles as we know, like spaghetti and those sort of things. Those came from those Asia. Definitely yeah. came from Asia. Sp- mm-hmm. Spaghetti noodles, a hundred percent came from Asia.
2: Yeah, I was just being um, what's it called um, pernicious. I get you. Yeah, like. Uh, you, that's so like, why you can like, make the big bucks, right? <laughs> like I'm just saying, I just the minutia, just like because people act like, oh no, they never had anything similar.
1: No, 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 they they could have because you see that in different places. But I'm, I'm too. talking about the
2: pasta purists, right? The sure, pasta sure, purists sure. who are like hating on Italians for not having um noodles. That are like, no, you guys never had noodles.
1: No, but the, even more to the point, like that's the thing is that they may have had this thing already, and then they. They got the idea to improve upon it from someone mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because that, there's this, an
0: influence.
1: Well, and that's the story of human civilization, is we meet another culture, we bump heads, change and ideas. Change and, and adapt. Yeah, and no one's really... Yeah, yeah, no
2: one... The purity um, culture myth is something um, overblown. Garbage. Like Disney. For example, like the Romans, a lot of their battle tactics, at least the naval tactics, were from the Carthaginians. Mm-hmm. We know that they took one of their boats and that they, uh, they improved upon it, so... Oh, yeah, the, definitely. There's... The, I guess the only pure culture you can think about would probably be the isolated ones has never seen any other human other than their own tribe.
1: That's No, the, because even they had to come from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I had, mean, but
2: even then, yeah, even then they came from somewhere too. And, so. and that's
1: my point. is like, nothing came from... I mean, it, you could make the argument that things developed independent of each other in isolated areas. And even if that were true, that doesn't mean that we that doesn't mean that there still wasn't exchange. You know what I mean? We know for a fact there was exchange. So as cultural appropriation. I I don't buy into so much. I re- I mean, let's say there's there's a taco stand down the street and they they're owned by a Mexican family and you go and work for them and you learn their super secret taco recipe <laughs> and then you go, you know, two, like a- two blocks down and you take that super secret taco recipe and you start making tacos and you start you start selling it. But you have flashier, you know, advertising and everything, so you start taking business from them. Yeah, I would call that cultural appropriation. I'd also call it being a dick. Like, I
0: would more call it being. Yeah, exactly, because it's not
1: so much contingent on the fact that they are Mexican. Mm-hmm. It is contingent on the fact that you took their idea and then you're trying to run
2: them out of business, like intellectual property theft, in a sense. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's taco the taco wars. <laughs> the taco wars. Yeah, they start getting the cartel involved. They're like, yep. Took a, a, a recipe. They would, Bring, they bring them down. But,
1: no, yeah. Unpopular opinion, but yeah. I no, I get
2: what you're saying. No, but uh, there is something to it. I mean, they're not the theory you just said.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, that's more. That second one was definitely just more being a dick, I think.
2: But wait wait, But were you really? Did someone actually do this? Though, or this is this the hypothetical? That's, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> no, so. I know. I know people
1: did it. Like, because I know. You the guy personally
2: who, know somebody who did it? What's took the guy secret, who did uh,
1: McDonald's? uh Croc.
0: oh you watch the the founder
1: i i knew about that for a bit but yeah the founder talks about that he he took the the franchise and ripped it from those guys
0: yeah. straight just cheated him out of yeah there
1: and they say the same thing about facebook old uh zuckberg
0: oh with the
1: then he the ganked social- the idea from someone yeah yeah
0: it's all That's same Twitter. There's a story behind Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey's a shit. Oh, Cutting yeah, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. All those tech people seem to have- Hear me, Jack
1: Dorsey? I want to fucking punch you in the mouth. They've got very okay. dirty, scheming- I'm calling you out, Jack Dorsey.
0: <laughs> he is, eh, is he the worst. He'll never
1: be on this podcast. He doesn't need to be. I'll fight him anywhere.
2: No <laughs> it doesn't Jack need to Dorsey. be here. No, but I
1: don't. Yeah. No one likes him. That's why he's been like hiding in a cave, growing a <laughs> <laughs> beard. <laughs> he was so, like, <laughs> like Africa. Came yeah, he in, looked, like, he's like <laughs> fucking lost like eighty pounds. They let him out of the prison.
2: Yeah, or something. yeah. Noah. Noah was the one who. <laughs> from I saw what
0: some, I, some memes they like. Made him look like Osama Bin Laden. He, he already <laughs>
2: looks like Osama <laughs> Bin does. Laden. He
0: does. They just put they the really, turban on. him. Like, he got
1: the gaunt face. Like, the last time when he was on Rogan with his lawyer or whatever. Yeah, that was Like, cringy. he must have done terrible, so the the investors locked him up since then. So like, <laughs> like,
0: go to Africa on a just, yeah, and just like, like, find yourself. <laughs> go, to, go to
1: psychedelics over there. Oh. You
0: know that's what he, that's the like only he does. He's just, like
1: he's he's such a he's such a piece of shit. Like, and I'm not even talking about the fact that Twitter Twitter has super political biases. I'm not even talking about that. But just like when he talks, you're such a shithead, Jack Dorsey. Well,
2: he just seems very um, um uh, like I, a I lizard, like a like a lizard, very very cold. He's a lizard person. Yeah, no, I mean he acts like a like a reptile, like just cold blooded. No, he's just stupid.
1: Like, <laughs> like oh, oh, but like, he also just he, seems unemotional. He they, just they were like he about doesn't act like, like, a like a human being. Like, I don't know, you know, our, our uh, like, he's not even coherent, man. He just fucking mumbles about shit. For,
0: yeah, he doesn't seem oh, like he yeah. should be in the position he's in. No,
1: he doesn't. I
0: want your job, Dorsey. He can't explain things himself. Hashtag, well give me your like job. The inner going. Through. All right, let's,
2: let's, um. Punk bitch. <laughs> 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 Coming for you. We started, we bring up reptile people. We haven't bring up um, psychedelics, but you actually did psychedelics. So that'd be actually an interesting opening to the next episode.
1: Oh, I love psychedelics, man.
2: Yeah. So let's, let's end it here. Cause I, I got to go to the restroom really badly.
1: Oh, okay. Just All take right? the microphone in with you.
2: All right. Maybe I'll do that. So you guys can hear, <laughs> you guys can, you guys can hear the waterfall and I'll talk about how it's, you it's can, very, you can rate it. It's actually an allegory, <laughs> it's actually an allegory for Heraclitus's uh, universal <laughs> flux. See, this is the universal flux he was talking about. I'm down. We're going to go eat soon. (laughs) Are (laughs) you hungry? We can. What are we doing? Let's do that first, then come back and do the the next episode. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so guys, um, like us on social media. Uh, DM us if you want to, you know, I don't know, do whatever you want. Critique us. You want to try to kill us? (laughs) I'll just tell you this. You going to come over here? You, you're going to have to deal with Mac. You're going to have to deal with, I don't know, Leo if he comes Are over. You to They're Jack both expe- <laughs> The
0: effect of like, Twitter has <laughs> given so much. Twitter's a re- really All right, all right. We're going to end probably this. Probably the best social network, I think. But it's the leadership that's ruining I'm it. I'm coming for you, Tony.
2: <laughs> okay, let's, let's end this and go get some barbecue. All right. We'll see you then on episode nine.
0: All right. Peace, guys.